Phoenix West Show, episode four. Today I watched the X Men six. I want to say six. I don't really know. Yeah, X Men, X Men two, or X two, X Men three, The Last Stand, the Brett Ratner piece of shit. X Men Wolverine, some some origins, right? Something like that. Then you got just the Wolverine, right? And then you got First Class. And then you got this. So, Seven. X-Men Seven. Welcome to X- Welcome to X-Men Seven. Um, I really didn't know that. That wasn't like a skit. I really didn't know. I thought it was six. Um, I I watched this movie today. I I liked it. I This is the first movie out of the Phoenix West show that I liked. I actually like this one. I, don't know. I saw all of them. First one, I like. Second one's pretty good. I like that one a lot. Third one, piece of shit. Something about San Francisco and how they blow up the bridge. The San Francisco Bridge, which ruins the whole show, full house. How are they supposed to get home now? How does Danny get home to raise his kids? What do you do to him? You assholes. Brett Ratner. Fourth one. What did I say it was? X-Men Origins. Ah. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. I guess he's getting his own movie now. That's kind of cool. Other than that, the movie wasn't that great. Um, fifth one. Oh, um, yeah. X-Men First Class was the next one, right? That one's good. I like that one a lot. That was pretty good. Kevin Bacon's in it. Doesn't show his penis. That's kind of like a second, not first for him, but like a third for him. He doesn't. He doesn't not show his penis a whole lot. And this is one where he he made the exception. He goes, he's reading, he's flipping through the script, and he's like, mm, no penis. Yeah, but you know it's pretty good. I'll have to go ahead and do it. Maybe I'll shoot it and they'll cut it out. I don't know. But And then the last one was... The last one to come out was X-Men Wolverine. I think it's just called The Wolverine. But it's an X-Men movie because it stars one of their X-Men. He's, an, he's a before X-Men, which is very confusing to say. He's a pre-X-Men, which means he's pre-X, which means he's just man... Which really, he's not, because he's a mutant, so... No man. A nomad. He's not a man. He's... He's wolf. He's just Wolverine. I don't... I don't know how you describe him. But... Point being... He's just a man. Movie kind of sucked. It was first half was cool. It was in Japan. There's a lot of cool stuff there. Not a lot happening. But the first half, he's basically homeless. He's borderline homeless. And then he like becomes Japanese, and this is weird. It's, it gets a lot worse as it goes. And then he fights a robot, which is very confusing. 
But I like the first 10 minutes of that movie and the last 10 minutes. And the rest of that in here, if you see the last, first 10, last 10, the rest of that in here, Paulus's poop is in there. Paulus is right here, the studio dog, right there. His poop filled the movie. And that's basically all it was. It, was a, it wasn't terrible. It was just like, eh, why make a movie? If you don't have a plot, why make the movie? I just didn't understand it. Do you like this? this? The reason I'm recording today is because I have to shave this in a couple days, and I'm very, very sad. It's, it's longer than it looks on camera. It's a nice full beard. Don't look at the cheeks. I can't grow cheek hair. I realize my inequities as a man. I can't grow, grow cheek hair, and I'm kind of... I'm not insecure because I don't care, but that's just how it is. I can't grow hair on my cheeks, so that's why I introduced myself. If you watch, well, listen because it's a podcast, but if you listen to Curble Negative Man or Learning Wonderland, I describe myself as Phoenix Neckbeard West. Now you know why. Neckbeard. Not down the cheeks. I should technically shave this shit. Because it's not really hair. It's just kind of like loose pubes. He does feel like pubes. But it, it's comfy. I don't want to shave that much. I do feel like I look homeless and disheveled all the time. Just like I, I'm not. But I feel like if I go out on the town. I'm like I look like shit. And I'm like, I get into this like. Number one. Like if I'm in a restaurant. A restaurant meaning McDonald's. Because restaurants you order by numbers. Like if you go to. A fancy fucking restaurant. Like, you go to one in Paris, you're like, Oh, uh, s'il vous plaît, monsieur. Uh, uh, number one. Number, uh. you, order, you order number one. You order by number. Like, you're not like you're at a Filiberto's or some Mexican restaurant. Like, uh, numero uno. Because you're white. And you order by number on the menu, not by what it is. Because you're white. Again, I don't know if you noticed. White guy. Oh, I'm so ashamed. What can you do? Anyway, X-Men. Um, I should mention this episode. Lots and lots of Lanny Kugel's Orange Shandy and Heineken. Orange Shandy. Not sponsored by them, but... Fuck, it's good. That's a big commercial, right? I'd, I'd buy that if they had the commercial for that. Speaking of which... Oh, just so you believe me... I spilled that. I spilled a lot of that. Anyway. So, X-Men. Days of future pasts. Of our exes of days of guiding lights. Uh, pasts. Girlfriends of futureness. I don't remember what the title was. Sorry. Couldn't that spill beer. Um. Really long title reminded me of that Ghosts of Girlfriends Past movie with Matthew McConaughey that this many people saw, and me being one of those zero. Um, nobody saw that, right? Nobody. Just you didn't see it, right? Nobody saw that. But that was the similar title. Not similar, just remind me of it. 
this movie was pretty good. It, it started off, I suppose I'll get into the movie now, I'm almost eight minutes in. The movie was set in the future, in the very beginning. It's shitty, it looks like The Matrix, it's so therefore it's shitty, except for the first one. It's just like a weird, this is how the future is, mutants are enemies, humans kill them, and going after them. But it seems like nobody really survived that war, and then war was inevitable and killed everybody. And the machines are built, the premise is the machines are built out of Mystique's blood after she killed Peter Dinklage, who's after the mutants, I'm running out of room here, after she killed the mutants in the 1970s, I'm too far, after he tried to, he tried to kill the mutants, basically, she killed him to stop him, and that caused a riot and like a revolt in Congress, America, to be like, he was right, we should kill the mutants now. And the, the whole movie then is a time travel thing where Wolverine goes back to stop her, to convince her not to kill Keel, Peter Dinklage, because it'll start the war, and which will fuck the future up. So the, the whole thing is about stopping Mystique, or Raven, or whatever you know her as. Jennifer, blah, 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 naked girl, who everyone has seen naked recently, because that fucking Reddit leak. Am I the only one who doesn't care? Am I the only one who doesn't give a fuck? About this celebrity leak. I like, I'll look. But I don't care. I don't like nudity. I'm not like shocked and like, oh, fucking nudity. Like, I don't care. If she's naked, that's okay. If she's not, okay. I'm not going to get much of a reaction either way. So that's just how it is. But if she's blue, and wearing a sports bra that's painted blue. Oh my god. I will fucking jerk it. Because I jerked it the whole movie for X-Men. Seven, right? That's what we decided. I I don't know. that They go back in time. His, Wolverine just goes back in time, I should say. Because Ellen Page does a little... Zzz, she does her character from Inception. Just, it's Inception all over again. But she, he goes back in time. And he has to stop himself... He takes over his past self in order to convince past Magneto and past Professor Xavier and all those guys to change what's going to happen. And Xavier is basically a junkie. He's basically a heroin out junkie who they don't want to say he's a junkie. So they're like, uh, I gave him... I'm not doing. I'm not doing De Niro from Taxi Driver. He gave you know, he he gave him heroin to not so he his spine would heal and he wouldn't have his powers. That's really about it. Um, but yeah, Xavier is a junkie, and they have to free. Okay, I don't understand why they had to free Magneto from an underground layer which is made out of plastic they have to free him and then all he does is fuck up everyone for the rest of the movie all he did all he did was fuck up everything for minute one the only good thing he did which may have been a positive maybe not though we never saw it was he put plastic inside the 
creation that Peter Dinklage's character is trying to make tuck on my hands a lot. Handy, handy. Peter Dinklage is creating this monster to take care of these mutants. And they're supposed to be metal-free. But Magneto has an idea. I might have done that a little early. Magneto has an idea about what to do. And he gets these train tracks to come up after this train. And they're metal. And they come in and they go into the, the robots, I guess. So he can control them later. And he picks up the stadium for the Washington Mavibus baseball team, whatever it was. And they land around it, and then they go in the White House, and the end of the movie this is. And then he uses these robots to attack humans, and the whole whole movie, I can stop right here, we're almost done, is humans against mutants. And the mutants don't really know what's going on, and the humans are scared of the mutants. So the mutants are like, hey, fuck you, we're not all bad. But in order for us to all be, all be not bad, we're going to kill you. All of you. Magneto has that theory. Where he's like, we're not all bad, so fuck you, you're dying. That's what makes him bad, I guess. For some reason, later on in the future, he's totally with he's totally with Xavier. Because of the Matrix ending. They all have to get attacked, and he gets stabbed, and it doesn't even matter. But I'll get there in a sec. Xavier gets has to choose between being crippled and having his power, because the, the heroin he takes... Stops his cripplism. That's where you get scientific folks. Stops his, stops his cripplism and blocks out the mental thoughts of all the humans and X Men and like all the mutants. He doesn't hear any of that shit. As long as he's crippled, that's how it works. Just because science, you know, you gotta understand it. Brian Singer said so. He came back to the series. And it, actually, I didn't see this movie in the theater. Brian Singer came over, allegedly. And he, he said, hey, want to watch this movie? And you know, I'm like, yeah, let's watch that movie. I haven't seen it yet. I didn't see it in the theater. I, was just, I, couldn't, I just forgot to see it in the theater. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, is your bathtub clear? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, why don't we uh, bring the TV upstairs and watch it in the tub? And I was like, yeah, I mean, why not? I don't have anything against that idea. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> pretty good idea man right that's how I casted Superman Returns and I was like I thought I remember reading something about sexual abuse against men or boys I, you know alright yeah 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 no, no. let's watch it together but anyway so he, we watched it and it was it was alright but I didn't understand I forgot where I was I'll be honest um, where were we all I can think of was my horrible regrets from earlier in Bubble Bass. Ah. So Xavier gets trapped below metal, has to convince Raven slash Mystique not to do her thing. Now, first of all, if I had a superpower, it would be Mystique. She can turn to anybody. That's that's like God. You can turn to any. Like if right now, if I could turn to Jamie Fox. Like, you know, Jones, motherfucker. Like, if I can make you want to fuck me right now, I totally would. Totally would. But I can't. I'm a white guy. I'm a, I'm a white human, I guess, in this movie. This is like a civil rights movement for whatever, whatever. Blacks against whites. Like, oh, we don't integrate. Blah, blah, blah. 
I get, I get it. Whatever. But this movie, he talks my mystique out of shooting Peter Dinklage after forever. And he doesn't shoot, she doesn't shoot him. Instead, because all the camera's on them, and she's like, no, I'll drop the gun. And then it looks, makes it, gives sympathy to the mutants, because they realize, people realize that, oh, they aren't monsters. Our government's the monsters. They have Nixon. First of all, the guy who plays Nixon, terrible. He sounds like him. Doesn't look like him at all. He looks terrible. I might as well play Nixon. Get a little fake nose, a little fake forehead going on. Be like, am I, am I, it's just as bad. This movie was over $100 million to make. And then they have, like, I will afraid no, I'm Richard Nixon. Terrible. Um, the ending was Magneto gets shot or hit with a piece of metal, like here ish. And then the Sentinels attack, X, you know, Matrix 3. They, they found Zion. I don't, I don't know what's happened. Um, a lot of people died. Everyone that was in the beginning of the movie that died, it was like a flash of what could have happened. They all died in the end. All the mutants that were there with Xavier and Magneto and Wolverine and Kate Pride all died in the end. And you're like, okay, I don't... I know they're going to change the future. Well, okay, it gets me into this. Kitty Pride has her hands right here to Wolverine's head who's going back in the past. Electricity shooting between her hands and his head. Okay, whatever. She goes, whatever happens back in the past will happen until I ruin my hands and then it becomes a reality. And I was like, okay. So basically, whatever happens in the past in his mind won't happen until, won't become a reality currently until she removes her hands and then it's all games... All games are off. All bets are off, I guess is the saying. And then it becomes a reality. However, why? It's my problem with Looper. Time travel. I don't understand it. I I like time travel a lot. And I was like, what does it matter for hands there? It, so I has to play out. I, I, I don't want to say why. I want to say, okay... Because it kind of made sense. I prefer... It depends on what theory of time travel you have. Like, can time travel change the past? It's one path. Or do you have multiple paths? Which is the other one. Which Looper crosses between. And that's what that's why it bothered me about Looper. Or do you have... The version which is like... String theory... Which is none of it happens because it's in your head. And then when you're done, it happens. And that's what this goes off. And I don't ever like that theory. Because it doesn't make sense to me. It's just like a... It's like a... For the first one I said where you can change the past. It's like a way of going... Hey, I want that to be true. I like that theory. So let's find a way for that to be true. That's what string theory is. It's like... I want people to be able to change the past, so what if this? But I'm not going to hold that against the movie. That's what it set out. That's what it said. I'll accept it. That's how I am. I'm very loose and easy. Men, animals at the zoo, whatever. You know, it depends on how drunk I get. I mean, I'm willing to do anything. I don't care.
And that's the end of my review, as far as the movie goes. A couple things. Hugh Jackman, great as always. Michael Fassbender, holy shit, he's a psychopath in this movie. He, like, took his 12 Years a Slave character and moved it on. Because that scene where he puts all the rebar into Hugh Jackman and throws him in the river, holy shit, that's brutal. Number three, I like, I loved the addition of Evan Peters as Quicksilver. I know the Avengers are going with the other guy from Kick-Ass, Aaron Johnson, right, Johnson. But Paul looks like, looks like he's dead. I want to move the camera, but I don't want to upset you. Maybe I want to upset. Evan Peters as Quicksilver is amazing. I love American Horror Story. I love... I, I didn't even like the movie that much, but I loved his performance in uh, Adult World. Him and his girlfriend, Emma Roberts, and John fucking Cusack, who I would totally like. Yeah, totally, John Cusack. Call me, man. It's been a while. But I love Evan Peters, and he made the movie so much better, but he's only in, like, six minutes. But he has a great scene where he moves in. He basically he moves really fast. If you haven't watched the movie. Why are you watching this? See if you watch the movie. He was really fast. And he's great. And he basically could rape. He has the Zach Morris say by the Bell thing. But he can't stop time. But he can pretty much stop time. Because he moves so fast. And it makes you wonder how much older he should be than he really is. Because he's supposed to be like 20 or 17 in the movie. 15. Somewhere in there. Teenager. But if you're moving at... 160th of the time that everyone else is 150th let's just say everyone else is 150 times older than you because every second of your life is 150 seconds think about that that's how they filmed the movie they filmed it his shot his scene at 157 150 frames per second so i guess it's not that percentage but it's 24 compared to 150, whatever that math is. He see, he sees things that much slower. So he feels like every day would seem so much longer to him. And he would just be like, every day is a drag. He, he would be not like, <laughs> he's got a room full of stolen shit. And he's like, hey, how you guys doing? Like He would be like, kill me. Fucking kill me. Because when I'm 80, I feel like I lived 200 and some years 300, whatever, whatever the math ends up being, 342, I don't know. He feels like he lived that many years because every day is a drag. Every single day. But he has so much like stolen candy bars. Why does he have candy bars? He has like computers and like 70s equipment. Like, oh, I feel bad for him because if he only realizes the time he lived in, oh man. Poor guy. He can have so many iPods nowadays. iPod 6 just came out. He could have so many iPod 6s. He could have a truck full of them. And he wouldn't... Oh, instead he stuck with like Apple II computers. That's not good. That's not good, folks. But the movie... Let's get back to that. The thing I watched. Let's get back to that. Eh. It was good. I liked it a lot. <laughs> Why did I say eh? Here's the problem. What I just did right there. I'm used to watching really shitty movies where I go, eh. But this one, I liked it. I gave it an 8 out of 10. I liked it a lot. I might give it a 7. 
upon retrospect, it's somewhere in there. Seven and eight out of ten. Whatever you want to do. If you like X-Men a lot, eight. I'm not a big X-Men fan. Here's my association with X-Men. I played it on Super Nintendo in 1993 or whatever. And then I saw the first movie come out in like 99. That's my association with X-Men. I saw the movies and then I played an X-Men game. I didn't really care for it in the mid to early 90s. That was about it. That was about it, really. So, I liked it a lot. I liked time travel. This was an interesting form of time travel for me. The movie presented a lot of interesting stuff. Um, Wolverine couldn't think too much or get too aggravated because he's switch. They didn't really explain it. They didn't really come into play that much. Only one scene. And then it didn't really matter as it ended. So, I'd say if you want to watch X-Men, watch this one. It's probably one of the best ones. I like X2, First Class, and this are the best out of the seven. So, those three. X, X1, the first X-Men is pretty good, but I'd say those three I just mentioned are high-level, higher echelon of X-Men. I can't believe I'm saying higher echelon of a superhero franchise. But I say watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Why not? Why not? What are you going to do with your life? You're going to jerk off all day and fall asleep eating Wendy's? I don't. What are you going to do? Really? Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, you motherfucker. God, you piece of shit. Why, is it, why are you such a negative asshole? Why do you have to judge everything I say? No way. No way.